Hello, and welcome to STC Pod, episode 276. I am your host, Bill. It's just me. Just me. I'm still waiting for my partner, who uh, messaged me earlier today that he would be ready to go at 9.30. It's now 9.50. Still no Joe. So, well, let's just let's just get it going. What what can we do? Sit and wait for for Joe forever? What what could he be doing? I got one good guess what he's doing. I can guess that he's passed out. Very well passed out. Hopefully. Hopefully it's just something like that. Nothing nothing serious has happened to him. Hopefully he'll be along anytime now. If anyone else wants to come in and throw me a lifeline and jump in as a as the uh, temporary co-host, please let me know in the chat. I'll throw the link to you and you can be on this very show immediately. But what I might do uh, besides that, maybe uh, I've texted him a few times. Maybe we can do a live phone call with him. And you can hear what uh, what he sounds like when when he wakes up. What do you think about that? Should we try that out? It's now nine fifty one. Full twenty minutes past his uh, go time. We were going to do this. Uh, of course, we like doing these recordings earlier in the week. Um, we could have done it Monday or Tuesday. Didn't hear from Joe those days, so it got put off until Friday. Good Friday, and uh, Joe left me a message that he can't do it on Friday. He's too tired. Says, I'm too tired. I can't do it. Too tired. Okay. He's too tired. Then today he sends me a message from the text machine. Probably, probably good tonight. Good for 930 by the way, he did 9.30 with a semicolon, not a full colon. Uh, if you want to send it out. So I say, okay. And we get that going. We get the recording set up. We get the uh, promotion set up. Everything's pumped out there. Ready to go. 9.30. Kids are in bed. Everything is squared away. I got my uh, soda stream water. Ready to go down here at 930. Everything's set, ready to go. Got you guys here helping me out. No Joe. 936. I text him. Hey, it happens to be past 930 now. No answer. 939. Another text to him. Hello, still waiting. No answer. Now it is 9.52. Time to actually call. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens when we actually call. What the live on-air excuse is going to be. Calling. Ringing. I don't have my phone on me. It's at night. I turn it off. 
Your call has been forwarded no. to an automatic voice messaging system. There you 9 go. <laughs> Better turn that off before the phone number goes out. <laughs> uh, there it is, folks. Quality. Quality podcasting duo right there. It's easy to see why we've made it 276 episodes already. So, again, the call is put out there if anyone watching wants to get on an in on a live podcast i'll take live caller all day long got my headset here i can have you up in two seconds you just say on the chat get me in i send you the link and away we go because uh uh besides that i do have stuff to talk about i can talk about stuff it's just like if joe was here anyways where if i start talking for more than 10 seconds he uh Zonks out for a bit. Oh, I hope my phone isn't making the uh, feedback noise. You guys will have to let me know. If you're there in the chat, say hello. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button on this YouTube channel. It's all good times. You'll get lots of good stuff if you hit subscribe to this YouTube channel. So today is Saturday, which is uh, Holy Saturday. Right? We had Good Friday yesterday. Holy Saturday today. Sunday is Easter Sunday, of course. Hey, Lotus Stark's in the chat. Hi, Lotus. It's good good to see a friendly chat in there. We're we're going in alone tonight. We're still waiting for Joe. Let's see. Any text messages yet? Nothing. Nothing on the text message. We're just we're just going alone. If anyone wants to join in, let me know. Uh so yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird uh, Easter weekend. Kids have been home, of course. There's been no school. So there's been no, like, ramping up with the school stuff. You know, how they ramp you up for Easter with the kids' crafts or anything like that. Hey, Eric's in the chat. Um, So Easter kind of snuck up on me. I didn't get, like, uh, typical Easter food, like turkey or anything like that. So I don't know what we're going to do for food tomorrow. I think maybe uh, get some fancy takeout or something. I'll cheap out. And not cook. And uh, I'm not saying we would have went to church. We, I might have thought about it, but uh, there's definitely no church happening this weekend either. So pretty weird. It's a weird weekend. Um, so, yeah, all because of uh, the ongoing crisis that we're dealing with. This uh, international crisis that's going on, which is extremely strange times we are living through. So, um, I guess I want to tell you, um, I did hear a a kind of tragic story this week, uh, about this kind of thing. And it had to do with, I don't know if you guys remember the uh, Potter's house, YouTube channel. I, I set you guys on, uh, this, antique dealer who picked up this hoarding house and it turned out to be a famous potter's house. And while going through the hoard, he came across all of, you know, her, her stuff and learned about her life and her pottery. And anyways, we got to, if you watch the series, you got to know him, you got to know his family you got to know the people that helped him. So it's, it's precedent that I talk about it here. Um, 
so he he always does live streams and uh, catch up videos you know how you doing this is what's going on so he did uh he hadn't done one in about a week i guess and then he came on this week to talk about it him and his wife came on and uh, they had tragic news to discuss that because of this whole thing their uh his father-in-law like his wife's father actually died from the virus this past week. And uh, it, it, it's to me, it, it happened in a way that I didn't even think. I know people are dying in the hospitals and they're dying alone on ventilators and stuff like that. But this guy, if you watched any of the Potter uh, videos, you got to know him. His name was, his name was uh, Dave. Hold on. Lotus wants to join in for a minute. Um, how am I going to do that for Lotus? You know what? I'll just throw the link in the chat here, Lotus. Hold on a second. Sorry, folks. Uh, paste. Even if we get some randos clicking that link, that's okay. So, uh, Dave worked, he was 63 years old and he worked at Home Depot throughout this whole thing. Home Depot is one of those stores that could stay open as an essential business. And so that's what he was doing, working his way through it. And, uh, one day, um, they got a phone call from Dave and he's like, I, you know, I'm kind of worried cause I have a fever now and I have a cough and all this is going on. And as they're talking to him on the phone, they can hear like it, it sounds like he just came from running up the stairs, you know. He had that kind of lack of breath. So they're like, okay, well, we got to get off the phone now, and you got to call this number that is set up for the province. So I think it's eight one one or something. You can call for info if you have questions about it. So he got off the phone with them and called eight one one, and they. Uh, <clears throat> They, uh, you know, talked them through, okay, you need to get off the phone with us. You need to actually call an ambulance and get an ambulance over to check you out. So uh, he does that. He uh, gets off the phone with them, calls an ambulance. The ambulance comes to uh, check him out, and he's still on the phone with the family, you know, keeping them up to date. And the ambulance comes and checks him out, and they you know, they, they, they see that he has a fever and he has a cough, but they checked his, uh, oxygen saturation, blood saturation, and it was fine. And so they are like, you know what, we, we kind of think this is just a cold or a flu type situation. So just hunker down and you'll be fine. Get over it. And, uh, she's like, oh, okay. So they go on their way, no test or anything like that. And they don't, talk to him any further about it and you know the family takes takes them at uh, the paramedics word too and they're like okay we'll just hunker down and get over it and uh we'll keep talking to you so they talked to him on a daily basis and he did get a fever really bad and shortness of breath and all that and then the next day he had called them but he actually wanted them to go do errands with him. He's like, Oh, I got to get the truck fixed. Can we need to go get this spare part? I want to work on the trucks. They're like, Oh, he must be feeling better. He wants to do all this stuff. And they're like, well, we can't obviously go hang out with you because <clears throat> you should, you're quarantined because you're showing symptoms and all that. So we can't actually help you out. And he's like, Oh, okay. Well, I did go to the doctor and doctor said that was fine. 
And they're like, what? there's no way he could have got to the doctor. His truck needs a part. It's not working. I don't know how that's working. So as they're pondering it later, they're, they're thinking, he's not making sense. He, he makes sense a little bit, and then other times he's not making sense. Uh, this is what they're putting together well after the fact, by the way. Of course, the next day comes, and uh, it was either that day or the day after. They couldn't raise him on the phone, couldn't raise him on the phone, and uh, turns out he had died in his sleep at home. He lived by himself. So I didn't even consider the fact that uh, there's people out there dying from this just just uh, at home, you know? You get told to hunker down and you gotta you still gotta watch out for yourself. You gotta watch out for other people. And uh, you gotta keep keep looking after people. And if it doesn't seem right to you, you gotta push and uh, ask for the proper help and uh, get a second opinion and go get the test. do whatever it takes. Lotus, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, it's good to hear from you, sir. What's going on, Bill? Not too much, you know, just doing a podcast. Yeah. On my own. Yeah, I see that. I I saw in the chat that uh, you were waiting for Joe to show up. Uh, Just got um, breaking news from the text. Joe, Frig, fell asleep. Shocking. (laughs) Be right on if you still want to. <sighs> no shocker there, right? Right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of that story, Lotus? Were you yeah, to... I mean, it's, you know, it's um, it's unfortunate, but, um, I mean, this is, uh, this is very weird times that we're in. Uh, I mean, I've never experienced any of this in my lifetime. Um, I, I, I almost, I mean, today I was, um, I did go to Walmart today. Um, basically what they're doing is they have the entrance, entrance and exits are all kind of, uh, cordoned off and they have like, uh, shopping carts that are used as barriers. And basically what they do is they make you, they make you get in line and then they have little markers on the ground for, six feet in between. And what they're doing is they're actually counting the amount of people that are going in the store. So I guess there's a, maybe they've done the math to figure out what their square footage is for the, for the actual store. And then, you know, figured out what that would calculate out to for, you know, a six foot barrier between everyone, I guess. Maybe yeah. that's the idea. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so they're, um, you know, as people exit, they're, communicating with each other they have a little little application that they seem to be using on their phones and uh i'm guessing it's counting you know the people that are entering and counting the people that are exiting yeah yeah my grocery store there's just a security guard at the door and he just seems to be watching when someone leaves he lets someone in kind of thing okay yeah as simple as that yeah but uh it's just yeah. it's weird. It's it's a it's a weird situation that we're in. Um, you know, I mean, I I think I'm. I don't know, I don't know how if you're seeing that over there, but over here, I mean, I'm seeing people that are wearing the, you know, the uh, 
the N95 mask, and then they're also wearing the newest thing that I've seen is they're wearing the mask, and then they're using this this Dexter style face blood splatter face shield, almost like a not a welding mask, but it's like a blood right. splatter over everything. And I'm just like, I don't know. I, I just do. Do you feel that? Do you feel that things are going a little too far and the public is a little bit too scared at this point? I, I, it's, it's both ways, right? You got public yeah. that's too scared and then you got public that are still waving this off as, as not important or not, not serious. So I'd rather I, see people with the face guard than not taking it seriously at all. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't know. I just kind of feel the face guard is just, um, it's just taken a little bit too far. I, I think, uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I, and I don't know what, what you're doing when you're going out. Um, I'm not wearing a mask, so I'm not, I'm not mask. I'm not wearing the gloves. Uh, you know, I'm not touching anything. I'm not, I'm not touching anything on the shelves unless I buy it. You know, I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm not touching shopping carts. I don't, I don't even use, I don't use a shopping cart. You know, I just, I just respect everything and, and, you know, when I see these people that are wearing these masks and face shields and stuff, I'm just, I'm avoiding them because I don't, I mean, I almost feel like they're the ones that are sick, you know? Yeah. And that's the benefit. Like for you to wear a mask, it's more protecting other people from you than the other way around. Yeah, that's that's what they're saying. But, so, but then again, you know, the majority of these people that are wearing the mask, uh, at least from what I've seen is the, there's there's gaps in the mask and you know, it, it, I see people that are, you know, they they'll they'll readjust the mask and they'll they'll touch their they'll touch, you know, really close to their eye and you know, I don't know. I'm not wearing a mask, so I don't have any interest in touching my eye, you know? Oh, exactly. If I were to wear a mask, I know my face would be all over that mask. My hands would be all over the mask all the time fixing it. So I know it would be worse for me. So, no, I don't wear anything. Yeah. I mean, like I said, just, um, you know, just respect the area that you're in and, you know, just don't, uh, don't, don't touch everything. Yeah. And, uh, I got, uh, you know, the Purell in the vehicle. As soon as you get in the vehicle, Purell'd up and you're back to clean. So yeah. keep the vehicle clean, keep your house clean. I mean, I, uh, so I'm kind of, I mean, I'm kind of doing my own little experiment. I, I, I'm not, uh, so I'm not using Purell. So what I've decided, you know, I, I mean, I've, I wash my hands every time I enter the house. Anyone who enters the house, you know, washes their hands. And, um, I mean, I've been doing that for years. It's the first thing I do. I, sure. Before I even put the groceries away, I wash my hands. It's just very simple. Um, but yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to that length of doing the Purell. And so th- this may sound goofy, but um, I'm. I'm kind of of the mindset of just breathing the virus in a little bit every day. <laughs> okay so just you know i go to the store just you know just take a little bit of a breath you know and just take it a little every day and my body will just become strong and and build up its own immunity against it so that that's how i'm dealing with it and we'll see if it works okay yeah that's like the princess bride uh 
take on it. Take oh. a little bit of the Aya cane uh, every day to build up resistance. Sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's one way. Sure. I started the show by talking about a guy who died, but you know, <laughs> I'm super, I'm super healthy. I'm super healthy and I'm not a person that normally gets sick. So maybe that's to my, maybe that's to my benefit. I don't have allergies or any of the, anything that would make me, uh, I mean, if I, if I were to get sick, I would, I would know it very, very quickly. Cause I, oh, that's I, good. I, just, I don't get sick. So I have seasonal allergies. So like every day I wake up thinking I have this virus for See, sure. So, so how, how is that? How is that? Like if your nose is running or something like that and you go into Home Depot, I mean, are people going to look at you like, oh my goodness, you know, or are they, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, what about all the allergy suffer? I mean, this is allergy time, right? Yeah. Do not cough or anything or wipe your nose. Well, you shouldn't be wiping your nose because if you're out there touching product and then yeah, touch your nose, <sighs> Joe's having trouble with the link. Come on, dude. I sent, sent two already. Uh, hey, Adam's in the chat too. I want to say hi to Adam for showing up again. It's good times. But yeah, it just kind of, when I heard that story, it just kind of took me as, oh my God, I never, I, cause they're telling so many people to go home and ride it out if you're generally right. healthy. And uh, if you're living alone and you're riding it out and, you know, you just go to sleep that night, you don't know that it's getting worse. Actually, so I did want to tell people, uh, here's a little health tip. If you have a Samsung phone, Lotus, a oh, Samsung boy. phone, <laughs> Galaxy 6 and up to 10, I believe, they have oxygen sensors on it. So that's one of the things that uh, this virus does, right? It attacks your lungs and uh, your uh, oxygen blood saturation level is going to go down, right? And that's where they, why they were thinking this. their father was sounding a little bit loopy is because his brain wasn't getting enough oxygen. Right. So the, these Galaxy phones from 6 to 10 do have oxygen saturation level uh, sensors on it. However, Samsung disabled that function earlier this year. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. It's ridiculous. Uh, They did, uh, they, uh, people assume they took away that functionality because they were worried about, um, you know, liability. Yeah, the liability. Bullshit, right? Because, oh, it's not a registered medicinal instrument. Yeah. However, it is fairly accurate and it does work. So if you go into your Galaxy store, the Play Store, the Google store, and look up Samsung Health and uh, click on the three dots there at the top, and one of the options is uninstall. And it's not going to uninstall the app, but it's going to install all the updates that took away the functionality. So hit uninstall, and it'll take away all those updates, and then click on the three dots again and turn off auto-update. And you'll see Samsung Health will again have the ability to check your blood oxygen saturation level. So cool. that's, a, that's a good tip. Yeah, and keep it above as long as you're above, you know, ninety five percent or something. You're good. You know, you you know, you say that. The funny thing about it is, is uh, I've actually noticed just you know, you know how uh, you know web basically, you know, when you do searches, you know, that search history is there and. There's a lot of machine learning that's happening now with, uh, you know, anytime we use a browser, 
that data is being kind of mined and so um but I, I did I did notice uh those uh blood oxygen sensors uh popping up as little ads on like the side area like when you do searches and stuff now. So I I, I think uh I think they're selling a lot of those on Amazon now. The little uh the little ones that just clip onto your finger. Oh or something right. like that. There's, yeah, Chris Cuomo showed one. Yeah, something real small little device with a with a nice uh L C D readout. I just assume those are sold out ages ago. But maybe there's more. Yeah. 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 Chris Cuomo on CNN, he, he has it and he's been going through it. And uh, so he showed off those things as well. Uh, but even him who's going through it is he get, as he's going through it, he started off saying one thing and now he's completely changed his advice to other people going through it. Like at first he said, um, to hunker down and to let the ride out the fever, you know, and he's like, cause the body is the fever. The fever is the body's way of fighting this thing. So you let the fever happen and let it cook away. And, um, a couple of days later, he's like, no, no, wait, don't lay down, get up, move around, keep right. doing stuff, take Tylenol, get the fever down. <laughs> it's like, what? no one knows. Yeah. No one knows what to do here. They're saying they're saying that if you, but that's the thing is if you if you put too much stress on your body, your body could actually shut down. But what basically what he's saying is, you know, if we if we fight it, you know, and we we actually exercise like exercise to kind of get it out of your system almost, you know, mm-hmm. that was, you know, just to keep your keep all your levels going and, um, you know have good good breathing and, and all that and that's kind of what he was kind of going for there but i don't know i mean like i said uh, just, well just like you said all these doctors they're they're constantly you know i think it's that what is that that sanjay gupta he's one of these tv guy you know not tv mm-hmm. but he's one of these doctors that's always talking about this and you know, he's basically saying, listen, if you got a runny nose, this is not, that's not, the, that's not the virus. You know, it's, it's definitely going to be something where it's going to be a deep lung kind of a thing where it's going to be in your, in your lungs. And, um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't wish it on anyone. I, I hope we all get through this. I mean, my, my thing right now is just the economy. Like I, I feel very, I feel bad. Like I, you know, you, you know, I, I do a lot of walking. I like to, I like to walk around shopping centers and, you know, I just like to walk, you know, and, uh, you know, having all those stores closed is just, uh, it's a very weird experience. You know, when I go to these shopping centers, the only thing that's open, uh, here in the States is target out of this. It's a huge shopping center. And, uh, you know, Target is really the only one that's doing business. Everything else, um, you know, are just closed. And I kind of, I just feel bad for all these people. And um, the unemployment system here is basically a disaster from what I'm understanding. Um, these people are trying to put applications in and they're not, uh, they're not being processed properly. Mm. So, um, yeah, there's, there's just a lot of stress going on right now. And, you know, there's supposed to be this, uh, this some sort of a stimulus package that uh, Trump is is um, trying to put through, and yeah, it's just a total disaster right now. You know, it's, as far as the economy is concerned, you know. Yeah, I I don't know how they will 
dig themselves out of this. There's so much money going out the door. It's not even funny for the, for the support and all that. Yeah. It's going to be costly. It's going to be costly. Yeah. Hey, hi to creep. Josh creep is in the chat. It's good to see uh, Josh stopping by. So I did hear the stock market uh, is really bounced back today though. Or yeah. not today, this yeah, uh, the end Friday. of the week. Yeah, on Friday. Yeah, it, it uh, or well, Friday, I think it was a holiday. I don't think the stock market was open on Friday, but Thursday, the closing on Thursday, it was, um, yeah, I, I, it, I mean, but it's been up and down. I mean, it's just been all over the place, and oil prices have been, you know, I mean, we, we're getting really good fuel. D- does that, um, do you guys see any of that? Uh, Fuel. I mean, we we buy all kinds of oil, so that's why you know. I mean, basically, Trump you know has a huge reserve of oil, so that's why we uh, you know we you know he basically bought a huge amount of of that. Um, so I don't know if you guys see the fuel fuel cost yeah. go, going down. Oh yeah, Canada, big time, big time. We haven't seen fuel prices this low in forever forever but it's also killing us too like our our own nation's oil supply has lost all of its value yeah um it's 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 way less than what texas crude is worth ours is virtually worthless right now so i don't know how we're gonna get out of that because that's another that's our main source of revenue our main export is is oil so anyways did did you hear the banging in the background you know what that means uh oh, I think someone woke up. Oh, cool. You think? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh yeah. <sighs> How's my friend Lotus? I'm doing well. I am doing well. Good. Glad to hear it, man. Yeah. How about Bill? How's Bill doing? Bill's pissed. Still pissed, <laughs> sorry, dude. We can talk as long as you want, man. I know you like to slap the gums. <laughs> oh yeah. I just went out on my own. I know. I know you had no problem filling the last 50 minutes. (laughs) Oh, I still waited 25 minutes for Prince Charming to wake up. Oh, God. And then I had computer issues. I I felt bad interrupting because I was listening to you and Lotus talk. Yeah. What's with the three texts and in the chat about how to get into this? And I've sent you links across multiple devices. How did you not know how to get into this? Oh, you're breaking up. Is that you or me? <laughs> I don't know. Lotus, can you hear me? Yeah, no, it's not you, Bill. It's perfect. Yeah, right. Joe's. you're not breaking up, though, Joe. You're still steady. No, you? your audio broke up on me completely. Uh, no, my phone was on vibrate. Sorry, man. <sighs> God damn it. What time anyway. did you pass out tonight? I don't know. About nine. I guess. I'm drinking bad wine. What do you want? God damn it. Sorry, dude. Anyway, don't want to interrupt. You guys are talking about gas prices. Yeah. Uh, we're just, I was, I mean, I was just talking about how, how uh, cheap the gas price. I mean, we're down to, in the States here, uh, just for regular unleaded, uh, we're, we're down to a dollar 75, I believe. 
So that and that's for a gallon. So what is it normally like two and change for you guys, Lotus? Um, I mean, it's it's been you know it, I would say before all this stuff, um, I would say it'd be a, probably about two twenty five around around two twenty five, and that's for a whole gallon. And I know you guys are it's per liter, right? It's per, right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean it. It's it's been dropping, and you know it seems like it's been dropping every every week. It's been going down at least you know ten cents or so. Yeah, we've uh, we've plateaued at about seventy eight cents per liter at this probably for the last week or two, at least where I live. Oh wow! So it got as low as uh, sixty seven cents for us one day, and then just jumped back up to seventy seven, seventy eight, and been sitting there. It's kind of nice though, like for those for those of us like Bill and I who still have to commute, and mind you, my commute's only about I don't know uh, thirty five kilometers, so I can do it in about twenty minutes. Bill's got about an hour and change, but uh, man, it's sweet filling up. You know, quarter of a tank's costing me like six bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but as uh, Josh was saying in the chat, the roads are. They're so, so busy. easy to drive. No, not, they're busy, man. Not in comparison. No way. It's amazing. No, it's not stop and go, at least. But, my, okay, I'm not leaving anywhere except to go to work, really, or to the superstore. But the highways are, yeah, it's not stop and go. But there's more traffic than I, you would think there would be for, let's admit it. There's not, how many essential services are there really, you know? So, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. The whole essential service thing, because like I said, they have uh, you know Lowe's, Home Depot; those are considered essential, which is kind of odd to me. I'm glad they are open because I've been doing a lot of yard work, so I've been uh, building, uh, using retaining wall, retaining blocks, and getting. Is yours? Are you still allowed into the store, Lotuses? Or oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, For for us here, we have to call in now. Oh. Oh, and do like uh or well sorry we order online and then we call in a pickup time okay yeah they, i mean they offer they offer pickup but they um they're just doing the thing i was explaining to bill that basically they um all the stores are doing the thing where they have a employee outside and they're they're calculating how many people go into the store and they're only allowing a certain amount of people in the store at, at the same time essentially yeah that's how our most of our stores are now Yesterday, I went out for uh, fish and chips for uh, Good Friday, and uh, I was I got to the, the fish and chip store at 4.30. I didn't get home till 6.30. So long it took me to get uh, four orders of fish and chips. Well, that's any Good Friday, though. They're always rammed on Good Friday. Uh, not, never that bad, man. I've never had to wait two hours to get fish and chips. I was ready I to have. murder somebody. Yeah. It's it gets pretty insane here, but there isn't. We don't have that many great fish and chip places in town here. So, I had waffles. That was my Good Friday. Waffles for Good Friday. Yeah, waffles. Dude, I was ready to. Eat, I was ready to eat meat. I, I was going to say, forget this. No meat on Good Friday. Yeah. Well, really, fish is cheating. So, no. Jesus said it's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You did. So what is your, what are you doing with like your takeout stuff? How are you dealing with that? 
with uh, contamination? What's your method? Because I know you're pretty crazy. How do you deal with it? Yeah, Who are we talking, talking to you. You, you were just talking. Uh, I brought takeout in. What you? What was the question? How, How are, are you dealing, dealing with the takeout containers and stuff and contamination? With the takeout, um, yeah. I'm just not putting stuff on. They didn't limit how many people could go into the the fish and chip store, but we were all sort of, you know, we spread ourselves out as much as we could. Uh, they put into the big brown paper bag. I brought it home. I didn't put anything onto the counter, like that kind of stuff. Just I would take it out of the bag, put it down, and that was it. And then and anything that we weren't touching or eating immediately out into the garage, and then I'd wash my hands. Did you have to clean the surface that you put the takeout food onto as you were getting it out of the bag? I didn't. Maybe I should have, but. Oh, did you order someone to do that for you? Uh, they may have after dinner, but. <laughs> no, but even when I go, like I went grocery shopping on Wednesday. Same thing. There was about 20 people in line to get into the superstore. Uh, it took me about 10 minutes to get in, which was surprising. And then when I bring everything home, uh, it's the same thing, man. I just, I don't put anything on the counter. It just stays on the floor and I try to sanitize as best as I can. Oh, I was going to say, and then someone else puts it away for you. What? Is this my internet? Is this my internet or your internet? <laughs> it's got to be you. Lotus yeah, talk to him. It's uh, Joe. It's probably your internet because I'm a, I'm hearing I'm hearing you and I'm hearing Bill perfectly. But I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, I, Joe's pretty rock solid for me. It's pretty weird that just his uh, reception is crapping out. Give it a uh, get out and come back in. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's interesting, you know, whenever I buy food, um, you know, these some of the cashiers are wearing gloves and some of the cashiers are not wearing gloves. And, you know, if there's a self-checkout, I usually do the self-checkout kind of thing. But if there's no self-checkout available, um, you know, I'll, uh, you know, I'll just go through a normal line. But, yeah, they I mean, they touch the stuff. And, you know, honestly, Bill, I'm not um, I'm just not uh, I'm not disinfecting that stuff. I'm just doing the doing the normal stuff but i'm i'm not licking the packages you know i'm not i'm not <laughs> doing anything crazy like that but i'm not wiping it down with you know they they're basically saying to spray it with clorox and stuff i'm not doing that i know i yeah, I, I wish i could say i was uh i had the restraint you do but it, to me and other people have said this it, i'm just seeing now everything as being raw chicken and that everything must be cleaned. I just yeah. can't help it. I just can't. I got, you know, two kids at home. The worst thing I'd want to do is bring that home. And it's bad enough. I still got to go to work. And I, if if one of us gets sick at work, man, that's going to cripple the place for sure. I mean, aren't so, they saying? Aren't they saying that you know there really hasn't been any kids that have been affected by this? They're, the kids are. I don't want to say that they're immune, but they're they're not. There's not a lot of reports of kids having any kind of respiratory problems from this virus, right? Yeah, they are a low ratio, but it yeah. still happens for sure. There's still there's still uh, children dying of it, but oh uh, really? Okay, I didn't know yeah, that. but it's very low. Okay, yeah, definitely. Hold on, we can get Joe back in the chat here. 
Anyways, I didn't want the whole show to be about uh, about the virus, but I thought I'd share that story about the Curiosity Inc. people. I thought it was uh, interesting. So keep an eye on uh, the people that you're in contact with. And if they tell you to hunker down, keep an eye on yourself, I guess. So, yeah. Joe, did you hear any of that story I started with? No, I didn't. The uh, Curiosity Inc. guy, you know, the Potter House dude. Did he run out of hair supply, hair products? No, I was saying how his father-in-law died of the virus. Oh, oh shit. And he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he died in his sleep alone at home. And we always hear of... What, from the corona, though, or just... Yes, yes. Yeah. And Because paramedics told him he was fine. He just had a cold and to hunker down. So... Don't necessarily listen to everyone's advice. Yeah, but don't they check you for fever like that thing? He had a fever and he had a cough, but his his oxygen saturation was uh, was fine at that point. But four days later, he uh, he lived by himself, so ah, he was hunkering down. That's and, crap. Yeah, so I'm just it was a healthy warning to everyone out there just to keep an eye on yourselves. So the fact that I have a sore throat and hot flashes nothing to be concerned about we all know you are patient zero of most of these things <laughs> it's happened before i protect myself from you as you've seen at work i know i know to stay away so you do whatever you want oh these guys wine adam says uh, your internet had too much wine. that's two shows in a row my internet's cacked out man i don't know what's going on do you what know that for do you know that other countries other than Italy make wine? Did you know that? Mm, no. Like, how stereotypical that you were blasting an Italian wine all over social what media? What else do you expect me to buy? Oh, we have great Canadian wines. Of course, I've tried French all, wine is I've tried famous. all the Canadian wines. Don't like them. German wines are great. I like Argentinian. German beer. You don't even drink wine. Mr. Uh, Says who? What do you drink again? Those lady drinks. I like wine. I just rarely have it because when I open a bottle, I have a glass and then the rest just goes bad. I keep no, forgetting. You plug I it up. You can save it for two days and it's still fine. Like normally uh, I'll, when I open a, a good bottle of wine, I'll, I'll savor it over two days. But this one I had to drink by myself. So this is the last of it. Lotus, what kind of wine do you drink? I don't drink. I, I just, um, I don't know. I just make I don't. him feel bad, Bill. Put him on yeah, the spot. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, uh, I mean, when I, you know, when I was younger, I used to, I used to drink, but um, no, I don't. Um, yeah. Don't succumb to Bill's peer pressure, there, Lotus. <laughs> so what? What did ever? What did everyone drink when they were young? I'm talking like you know your your first drink or whatever when you're. You know, mine was, uh, I don't know if you guys had it, but um, you guys, uh, you ever hear of Zima? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, uh, yeah, so Zima was uh, something that uh, I was always getting when I was uh, younger. I mean, I wasn't buying it, you know, the, the neighborhood yeah. guy would buy it, you know. <laughs> that was a, a malted beverage, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was a clear, it came in a cool bottle. It was it was clear. 
Um, but I also like I, I like that crystal pep crystal Pepsi stuff too. So Lotus likes it clear. Yeah, yeah, likes I like the it clear. clear stuff. Well, I was never a beer drinker, and whenever I tried to choke it down, it was always terrible. I remember one night trying to choke down beer, and uh, my buddies got uh, old Milwaukee Tall Boys, and he kept it under his bed for the week. So by the time we got to it, I had warm. Old Milwaukee Tall Boys, and uh, I couldn't choke down more than two cans of that. Uh, enough. I'm not going to work my way through beer anymore, like people say. It's an acquired taste. I'm not putting in the work. Sorry. Beer's not acquired. That's what every, everyone would say, no, beer's an acquired taste. You'll get no, it. Not at all. Now, Joe's mic is all robot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can't stop that. <laughs> Last week this happened, but it went away. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Normally, you're the one with the bad internet, so what's going on? I, You're going to have to get out and come back in no, again. I don't think you have to do that. Anytime you have that robot effect, all you do is just unplug the USB and plug it back in. It'll clear it. Ah, Okay. There you go. Yeah, it's just a weird microphone thing that happens. So then we were we would be drinking a lot of coolers. Uh, we'd I'd go in with a buddy and we'd get like these giant two liters of uh, what was the cheapest cooler called? Yeah, we got you. I can't remember what it was. And he was a fast drinker, so I would have to drink as fast as him to keep up. And so you're drinking like a liter of cooler in uh, two minutes. And uh, oof, <laughs> it's like, that's a lot of work. <laughs> Is this worth it? Are you feeling anything? No, nah, I'm feeling full. That's a lot of drinking. What, the hey, coolers? John. Yeah. What was that cheap cooler? Yeah, that's because all that carbonation stuff, man. That what really was that cheap cooler that came in the two liter back in the day? You remember Boons? that? No. No. Harold like, and James? No. It's called something I, like Canada Cooler or something like that. Well, there was a Canada Cooler. Was that it? Yeah. Maybe. I didn't drink it because I was a real man. And we'd be like hobos under a bridge drinking this before a school dance or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, there, there was a there was a wine. Uh, I don't. I think it was a wine, but it was called Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Did you ever hear of that Mad Dog Twenty Twenty? Yeah, that was a uh, another young young drink. Sounds American to me. Yeah, it came in a really really cool bottle. I think it. I think it's actually wine, but they had all different flavors. And uh, yeah, I remember uh, a buddy of mine. We had another friend who had turned of age before us, so we had him go get some stuff. And um, I wasn't drinking beer at the time, as I said. But the buddy of mine, he sent this other buddy to go get him beer. And uh, I think he gave him, he gave him like plenty of money, lots of money. So he thought he was getting like a case of 24, a lot of beer. The guy comes back from uh, I think he went to the liquor store to get the beer and he's just got six he's got a six pack and it's Beck's you know Beck's beer is super fancy with the foil top on it he's like where's where's the rest of the beer 
It's like, no, I got you the good stuff. This is good. You're going to enjoy it. He's like, I want to enjoy it. I want quantity. You know, he had spent like 30 bucks on six beers. So Beck's beer. Don't buy Beck's. And it was super skunky from what I, from what I hear. Fancy. Is that what you drink, Joe? No, I actually don't buy Beck's. Oh my God. Is this still bad? Yeah, it just started again. You guys just keep talking and I'll listen. Unplug and plug in again. I did. And it was fine. Holy mackerel. Yeah, it's, that's weird that he's having those problems. But no, no, Bill, I'm not a I'm not a drinker. I just uh Okay. Honestly, I don't. I don't drink. I don't drink pop. I don't. I don't drink anything. I just drink water. <laughs> I'm just a water person. <laughs> no, that's good. That's basically what I do now, just out of laziness, because I'm too lazy to go to the liquor store, <laughs> and, and I'm not having sugar, so I don't drink pop. And yeah, if I, I'd like to, I would like to drink more. I'm just too lazy to go to the liquor store and get anything. So, what can you do? Hey Joe, why don't you switch to your um, to your uh, earpod microphones? Your uh, head, you know your. Yeah, instead of these over the ears. What's that? Instead of these over the ears. Well, your mic is no good. Something's going on with it. Still no good. Yeah, I wonder if it's plugged multiple times. Wonder if the mic's dying. So, Lotus, I've been talking about you for a while because you've been pu- pumping out these videos of these giant robots you're assembling. <laughs> Are you planning on taking over the world or something? No, no. It, like I said, it was just something from my childhood, and I just uh, happened to start doing some research and found out that these things are still out there here and there. And um, so, yeah, I just... Uh, it's just the next part of my... Uh, of my life, I guess. <laughs> it is fascinating to see it's these fun. things come it's, together. It's fun because you know what? It gets me. It gets me away from the computer. It gets me to mechanically. Yeah, I love taking stuff apart and put stuff together. I mean, that's. It's just. It's just really relaxing to me to do that. So. I've. I don't. I've never heard of the pizza place you mentioned where these come from, but mm-hmm. I. I imagine I've seen it in like pop culture representations of these giant. Uh, animatronic things that play guitar and sing and all that. So I, I get what what they are. I just I can't picture the pizza place. Yeah, it, it's. I'm guessing that it probably wasn't. I mean, Chuck E. Cheese is everywhere, um, right. and Chuck E. Cheese is the you know that's the company that bought out all these other pizza places. So ah, um, and they they basically made their own they they reused the robots. So a lot of the Chuck E. Cheese actually had the same creative engineering robots. It's just that they would put their own character skins on top, and then they created their own. So the the under the skeletons could be the same skeletons that I have. Ah, so it's uh, it's it's interesting as you get into them to see the build. As I mentioned in the comments, do you mm-hmm. always comment on Lotus uh, videos? Yeah. The build quality of these, in my mind, I would just think they were thrown together by somebody, but they were very well engineered and thought out yeah i mean this is this is all solid you know it's solid aluminum um i don't know what gauge it is but it's literally all solid uh 
you know, all of the heim joints, all of the, um, I mean, everything is just, you know, like I said, and they, these have a date stamp on them of 1982. So, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty old. They're, uh, you know, and, and to, to survive, you got to think, you know, these pizza restaurants were open for, you know, what, 10 hours of the day. So, you know, let's say they do a show every 15 or 20 minutes, you know, that's uh, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of wear time, a lot of runtime on those, those, those robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to reveal any behind the scenes information for us? Like how many of them you actually have? Is that something you're willing to reveal? Well, right now, right now I have two and, uh, um, I'm working on getting some additional ones as well. I mean, I would like to be able to put together the band. I would like to actually have the whole band. Cause I mean, <laughs> it's a, you know, the, and, and, um, the official creative engineering, uh, the the design of everything and the inventor um and he's he's still he's still alive the inventor of this um and um he was a big beatles fan so all of the songs are basically beatles songs that are you know basically re redone uh so basically they would do covers of a lot of beatles songs uh and um so it's it's really it's it's really cool I, I like i said i would really like to get at least enough characters to be able to perform the majority of the album that they, uh, that they have created. That'll be something. Is, is it a potential for you to play any kind of music in it and they react to it or do you need some kind of program script? Correct. Yeah. It's, it's all programming. So what they would do is they would basically play a song and then you would, use um you would use like finger inputs to tap to you know open like if you have to if you're making the mouth move you know you would just tap on this pad and or it's basically just a switch you just tap on the switch and that would create these data bits that would filter into a computer system and like i said this is back in 1982 so we're talking computers that are you know just it's very basic ones and zeros being processed you know yeah kind of like an on off on off on off so if you're if you think about how a mouth moves and you know you're 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 watching you know you're listening to a song and you're watching the character and you're just tapping on the this momentary switch to make that mouth open and close you know and if you do it well enough it'll make it look like that character is actually singing the song and every 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 one of the movements has to be programmed separately. So you have to you have to go through the whole song to program just the mouth. Then you have to listen to the song again to program the eyes. Then you have to listen to the song again to program the guitar strum. You know everything is it's individually programmed for each movement. And um, the characters have roughly about twenty twenty to twenty two movements a piece. So. Hmm. Yeah, that it is. Uh, it's something seeing those videos come together, and you're pumping them out. They're like daily at some point. No, I mean I've I've uh, you know I've slowed down. I was just really excited to start working on them, and you know I've like I said I've been doing some yard work and stuff. So you know, my normal home duties have kind of taken over, and uh, I've been trying to get things done around the house. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I'm I'm definitely excited. It's like I said, it's a relaxing thing for me to uh, to do, and 
it's it's not you know sitting from the computer all day it's it's something mechanical and i i enjoy that well it's good times and you you know people are enjoying it you get lots of uh, people commenting on your stuff so yeah, was, it's it's hitting was, the right nerve yeah definitely definitely surprised at how many people uh, are interested in in you know this technology from the 80s <laughs> you know <laughs> mhm yeah well, like you say, it, it's, it's the the jumps we made in computing power from the '80s is just incredible. I was listening to a uh, an interview. He's uh, an F thirty five test pilot, and but he got his start on uh, the CF eighteen when they first came in to Canada, like in the early '80s. And uh, he said the computer systems on board was basically two Commodore sixty fours in this in oh, this wow. super Gen four. Uh, jet. So it's wild the jump in technology we've had computing wise. I, I loved my Commodore 64. I, I just, that was the, that was the one system that my parents saved up as much as they could and, you know, bought each piece individually. And I just, I, I remember the first, the first game we had was Pac-Man. That was the, the cartridge, because if you remember the Commodore 64 actually had a cartridge slot on the, on the back of it. Sure. Uh, so if you couldn't afford to get the five and a quarter inch floppy, um, you know, you could you could start gaming and start using the computer if you just bought the, um, you know, the the all in one keyboard computer. You know, it was obviously it was just one unit. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, you just needed a TV. And then eventually we got, you know, they they saved up and they got the special little monitor, which was expensive. I think that Ooh, monitor was yeah. like. 900 900 to a thousand dollars holy mackerel that little uh i think it i think it was only like it was probably only like 13 inches maybe 14 inches it was i just remember it was it had a white it was like a white cabinet and and um but yeah we got the monitor and we had the we had the the cassette uh the cassette tape deck and then we had the uh the five and a quarter inch floppy drive and Mm. then we had the dot matrix printer that thing for the 64. Print. Yes, yes. Right. They sold a whole complete suite of accessories for that. Hmm. Well, I'd, I had the VIC-20, of course. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, with the tape drive. and uh, Well, the VIC-20 came out after, right? That was the newer model that came no, no, the after VIC-20, the 64? The VIC-20 was the, the baby to oh, the 64. okay. Gotcha. The Vic twenty sixty four, and then they had the one twenty eight, which was like, look at that! That's a Cadillac right there. Yeah, and well, and then as I as I grew up, I actually um, I ended up getting an Amiga. Ooh, yeah. So yeah, Yeah. I I I saved up my money to to get the Amiga, and then um, so that was uh, that was really revolutionary to have have that. So Commodore, they did some good stuff, you know. Yeah, for sure. In college, that's what our uh, editing program was on an Amiga. Uh, yeah. Is yeah, Joe? Do, do you remember the video toaster? Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. what we used. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always wanted to. I always wanted to to uh, to use that. Who is it? It's um, Conan's brother. This Conan. He wrote the video toaster. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, it is wild. So, yeah, like uh, that was still the 
it was an offline edit controller. It wasn't uh, non-linear editing, uh, but uh, using the Amiga to do offline edit controller. So it, it made stuff easier, but... So the video, see, I was under the impression that maybe it was just a rumor or stuff. Do you remember the show Babylon 5? Mm-hmm, Yeah. <laughs> wasn't yeah. wasn't those scenes rendered on the video toaster or rendered yeah. with the video toaster? Yeah, for sure, I bet you. For sure. Yeah, 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 that was the that was one of the things that was um that I remember is uh Babylon 5 had uh had some something to do with the uh, video toaster. Yeah, the the Amiga was the uh power behind all of it. You could yeah. Use it as your video edit controller as well as your graphics rendering engine using video toaster. So, yeah, That's it's wild cool. stuff. Joe just quit. He's just like, what happened? I'm done. You guys, you guys and your robot talk. <laughs> oh, he's a Commodore 64 fan. He should have. He's a he's a big fan of that. Maybe he knew he wouldn't be able to keep up with the Commodore chat. No. He'd be found out. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we want to keep on talking about systems. So after that, I ended up getting the Philips CDI. So I don't know if you remember that. Uh, uh, that was a, that was a, it was a CD-ROM based system. And uh, it was, it, it was interesting because the CD-ROM actually was inside of a, looked like a little, uh, like a cassette almost. Like the CD was inside this little case, mm-hmm. and then you would slide this whole entire, you know, unit into your your uh, CDI, and um, and then it would, you know, it would start playing the the game. I remember my first game for that was Lemmings. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, Lemmings was the first game that I played on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you still have it? No, no. Oh. All that stuff. I wish. I mean, it, you know, it'd be fun to to pull all that stuff out, but no, I don't. I have no idea where that stuff is. That was all. That was all my growing up days. Yeah, our our Vic twenty. It it ended up dying, or something happened to it, and uh, you know, we took it to the to the town computer guy, and he's just like, oh, to. To replace what needs to be replaced, it's just not worth it. So we had to put her down, just like an old dog. But he wanted to keep it, so he got to keep it for some reason. He's like, oh, I'll keep it if you want, if you want. don't want to do anything. That's a little little suspect there. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think this is good anymore, but you know what? I'll keep it if you don't mind, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Omega Race, that was my favorite game on there. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I always played Pole Position. Pole Position was a favorite game of mine. Um, Dig Dug, I loved playing Dig Dug on the Commodore 64. Hmm. Um, let's see, what else did I play? And it was always the same command structure. I don't know how the VIC-20 was, but it was load quote, star quote, comma eight, comma one. That was the, that was how you load up any game, it seemed like. Any game, would you just put type that in and it would uh, it would start booting the game. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. Oh. I've probably told it before, but I had, uh, you know, I'd get the uh, computer programming books mm-hmm. and with the VIC 20, and they would have sample programs you could program in there, you know? Yep. 
and uh, spent hours typing in a program into that VIC-20, and it had such little memory. It, it right. ran out of memory before <laughs> I could finish the freaking program. Right, right. So angry. Oh, my God. I was ready to throw that across the room. All that work for nothing. And I'm like, maybe it'll work, even though it's not done. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good old Commodore. Yeah, I think my I think my first little little program that I did, I, I so there was a candy bar back in the day called the Score Bar. I don't even know why I picked Score, but it was a it was a cool looking wrapper at the time, uh, and so that was one of my projects in school. I remember is uh, that was on the uh, on the Apple IIe that that the school had at the time, and hmm. so I uh, I basically just mapped out. Basically, what it did is my program would just draw the candy bar on the screen so that I just programmed all the points, you know, all the plot points for it. Mm. And then when I executed, it would just draw, it would draw out that candy wrapper, the score bar candy wrapper on the screen. I think I still actually have that. I have to find that because I think I still actually have that program uh, of like how I plotted it all out and everything. So I need to, that reminds me. Look, see if I have that. It'd be cool. It'd be, just be cool to look at it, you know. Now, I took computer programming in high school. I don't remember what kind of computer it was. It was some kind of big old metal monstrosity hmm. that had a trackball built into it. Hmm. You didn't use a mouse, you used this trackball, which was okay. built into it somehow, hmm. into the cabinet. And I can't remember if the monitor was built into it or not, too. Uh, we were learning basic on it. Okay, yeah. That's what everyone learned then. Uh, but I remember that trackball, and uh, I don't know what kind of computer that was, but yeah, uh, the whole computer mean, lab was filled with them. Hmm. I wonder if that was like a custom enclosure for you know education or something like that. That's interesting. I, I wonder, because the majority of schools, I think majority of schools were using, you know, apples at the time right i mean i i I know a lot of a lot of schools around here would just use you know like i said apple apple twos or apple two e's you know stuff like that Hmm. well was apple wasting its time with basic or is that no i don't think so i think what apple did is they i mean they've I think they originally, you know, you know what? They may have originally played around with because I know their main thing was the uh, the GUI that they put on top of whatever the underlying. I mean, right now it's BSD, so it's it's a, it's Unix. It's been Unix for years. So I don't know if it started out as Unix though. I, I'm I'm kind of thinking that it didn't. So I don't know what the underlying. Uh, I don't know what the underlying programming was back when it started but i know for at least the last 20 years it's been a unix-based operating system under the hood Mm. um, i don't know how you got me talking about apple on this show oh yeah uh, see typical lotus and you want to talk about apple that apple watch (laughs) actually is fda certified because you talk about um health things and you're right um there are there's the that heart sensor that's in the Apple Watch. They had to actually get FDA certification for that. So oh. that way so that way people don't, you know, have have a lawsuit. Yeah, there you go. So that is true. I did read the Apple Watches do have the oxygen sensor sensor thing in it. And uh I don't know if it's at the top of the 
the apps you kind of got to dig around to find it or something yeah the heartbeat everyone's got that it's the yeah. blood oxygen sensor that is the good one to have see i mean i was i was kind of thinking the other so i i use the you know i i have the the airpods and the airpod pros i've got the old version and the new ones and i was thinking mm. i was thinking it would be good for them to put a sensor in your ear right because wouldn't you think that that would be a good way to tell temperature and monitor things from Jesus. the ear yeah that's kind of brilliant you know i like i like i was just, like the, when this all was virus i'm you know because I, I i wear those things every day every time i go outside to walk or if i'm you know cutting the grass or whatever and you know i'm just I, the other day i put them on i'm like you know it's interesting that apple didn't put any kind of sensors in here you would think they would you know because it, it's in your ear, right? That's that's how they take your temperature when you go to the doctor, right? Yeah, I'm sure they can get all kinds of stuff out of it. That's kind of brilliant. So I get half of that patent since it's on this show. All right, yeah, that's 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Apple, if you're listening, I know I know you guys are out there. Apple, you're listening, right? <laughs> Holy mackerel! No, that is smart, man. Really? But, why, but forget, okay, so let's forget about Apple. Why isn't Sam, like Samsung has the Samsung Buds, right? So yeah. why aren't any of these companies incorporating sensors? Like, I mean, they've got the sensor on the watches, but why aren't they doing anything for the ears, you know? Is that, I don't know, it's just interesting to think about. Hmm. Maybe, um, maybe you can't, you know, because when you use the ones you stick in your ear, you have to constantly take the plastic thing off because you mm -hmm. have to get a perfectly clean surface every time. Maybe that's it. And if it's yeah, any maybe. kind of at all moisture on it, you're not going to get an accurate reading. Yeah. Maybe that's, maybe that's what, but I don't know. It seems, seems like a great idea you got there for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, all these earbuds now, they all have, you know, uh, pressure sensor, you know, pressure sensors and, you know, touch sensors on them. So they have all kinds of sensors, you know, just to change songs and stuff. So, I mean, why can't they have something to, you know, to monitor your, uh, you know, to monitor stuff that's happening right from your ear? And, and that's, uh, you know, normally a place that the doctor would use, so. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see with this. You know, I, I really feel this is going to change a lot of stuff. You know, this whole this whole thing. I know we we don't want to dwell on that, but you know, it, it's. I think we're going to come out. I mean, you know, people working from home. You know, I, I maybe maybe built. You know, office buildings. You know, companies are going to realize that they can still serve. You know, survive with workers working from home. Do you, do you think that? You think this is really going to change like everything as far as like the actual normal structure that we had before this? It's hard to say. It's hard to say what, how productivity levels compared well, yeah, uh, from true. the office to to the home. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, you really have to. You really have to be your own manager if you're you know, to manage your time properly um, if you're, if you're working from home. So yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's some data that they're going to be, you know, getting from this as well, but. Mm -hmm. Cause I could just see myself, you know, with the Homer and the, the glass uh, duck that keeps hitting the no command every <laughs> automatically for him. Because yeah. potentially, even in in my position, there is potential to do that from home to uh, 
to look after TV stations from home if if you have the internet capability to uh, do that. But I could see myself just, I don't know, just set this up and then <laughs> go look at something else for a while. Yeah, they have... Because they have, you know, remote switchers and, you know, they have they have all kinds of stuff that they can, uh, you can do studio work from, mm-hmm. from the yeah. home. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I see, uh, I see us, I, you know, I don't know, maybe a vaccine is, is on its way, but I see more um, potential for instant, instant testing is the way to go. Like as you walk into your office, you're being tested. You don't even know it. Right. And then they can head people off immediately. Nope, you're not coming in. You're showing this sign. You go take care of yourself kind of thing. Go to a concert. Everyone gets scanned on the way in kind of thing. I think that would have to be incorporated into, you know, facial. You know, I mean, I know they're trying to do, you know, there's, there's all this talk of facial recognition and, you know, cameras. I mean, they, they don't do that here. That's not really prevalent here, but I believe like in Europe and stuff, there's cameras everywhere. Do you guys have cameras everywhere uh, in Canada or is it not, not stoplight cameras, but, um, but you know, just like cameras that are monitoring everything. Well, I bet you there is quite a bit, but you know, who knows how many cameras there are really, but it seems like whenever there's a crime somewhere, there's definitely a camera that has caught it at some point. Well, yeah, I mean, I would, I, I'm just like, you know, maybe like, you know, government run, you know, cameras that do facial recognition. And at the same time, they'd also be able to, you know, do, uh, you know, monitoring, like you said, with temperature scanning, you know, they, they would know who you are. I mean, it's kind of scary to think about that, but I think, you know, that's probably what's going to, it's, it's a possibility, you know, so they would already know who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they could, they could tell, you know, be, like you said, before you walk into any kind of a pu- public building, you know, even if you, you just go, you go to the bank or something like that, you know, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's uh, it's an interesting thought, but there's definitely going to be some changes that are going to come out of all of this. Mm. Well, definitely. There was a, uh, a Quebec company, that is about to push an app to marketplace that just by taking uh, looking at your face, you don't even have to have like a finger sensor or anything like that. It is just gathering data from your face. It can tell by the color of, of the skin under your eyes, your oxygen saturation through that. And it can direct and detect your heartbeat, all this kind of your temperature. I don't know all this stuff just by, um, the camera checking out your face and they had the, uh, the science to back it up. Apparently this is what I heard last week as pretty radical, radical idea that, uh, just from, uh, the camera on your face for a few seconds can, can get all that information. Apparently this is something that's been going around since the thirties, this ability to get that kind of info from just your face. I never heard of it, but hmm. apparently that that could be coming out soon. So that could be that kind of instant scanner we're talking about that you can yeah. see. And I, I know Google and Apple actually they uh, they actually joined forces. Uh, that that article came out I think on was it Friday where um, they're going to be doing some sort of a uh, joint effort for a proximity. They're going to use the low energy Bluetooth uh, on your phone and basically 
be able to, uh, if you, if you opt in, um, it's going to basically map all the people that people that are infected and, uh, and people that are not infected. Like if you join into this whole experiment, it's going to show you where people that are infected actually are. Hmm. So that was a, I didn't go too deep into the article, but that's something that Google and Apple is actually working on jointly. So there you go, mm. Bill. Finally, Apple and Google together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Apple will make it so the that product won't it won't last for more than a year. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be a kill switch, of course. <laughs> oh man. So what else? What else has been going on? What did you do all day today? Um, I installed some. So I bought uh, retaining wall blocks. And what I did in my backyard is I just built, um, I built like a two, two block high retaining wall. Um, and just kind of, you know, did the, did the rocks, you know, like a little rock garden kind of a thing, mm. you know, where you have the, uh, the, the white, uh, marble rock chips you know what i'm talking about yeah. right oh, yes yeah. yeah so i did that and i'm um i'm gonna probably put some nice little trees like on each corner uh because i'm basically doing all this uh I, I have like a concrete slab in the backyard and um i haven't really done anything with it ever since i i uh had it installed so it really wasn't a whole lot of you know it didn't really it wasn't a whole lot of nice you know accoutrements to it you know there it was just basically just the con the concrete slab is just there you know so i just wanted to make it look a little bit nicer and so i started working on that and so that uh, made the retaining wall easier if it just went on the slab right you didn't have to dig down no no, no, no i i so i did it around the slab so if you can picture the slab and then you have mm. the grass that's all the way around it okay i kind of made it so so I surrounded the whole slab with these retaining wall bricks. So if you can think of like a fortress, like I built myself like a fortress. So you got the slab and then you've I got this, it. yeah, you've got this retaining wall. It's only two, two blocks high. You know I mean? It's you got to dig those down though, don't you? To... Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of work. You got to level yeah. it and you got to measure it. I mean, it was, it was a lot of work. So. How far down did you have to dig before you're confident they're not moving? Well, the cool thing is, is these blocks actually all came with a, um, it came with like a little ridge and I didn't know what the ridge was at first, but what it does is it actually locks it into the ground. So it, it, the bottom of the block actually has like this little hump on it towards the, the back of the block. Um, so there's this, there's basically like a, it's about, probably about a half an inch and it's like a round, if you can think of like a, maybe like a round bead uh that that goes the length of the brick and what it is is it's actually there so you just you kind of um you kind of you level out your area and then you just kind of take the block and just kind of wiggle it into the ground you know after you you're still digging because you're you know you basically have to level everything out but once you have all that dug and you know and leveled out you just take the block put it on the ground and then you kind of move take your hands and just kind of you know uh, kind of like um, you just rock it into the ground. You just kind of move it until it, until it, you know, is where you want it. And that little hump actually locks it into the, into the earth. So hmm. it's actually uh, pretty cool. And then 
the uh, and then you just you know once you have your bottom layer all done, the top layer is much much simpler. So yeah, I did the I did the bottom layer last weekend, and this weekend I did the top layer. So uh, that's uh, more work than what I did today. That's for sure. Oh, well, what, did you, uh, what did you do? I can't stop watching the veterinarian shows on National oh. Geographic. <laughs> no, I, I I watched some of those. I know you were saying like Doctor Pole and stuff. I've I've seen I've seen some of those. That that guy is crazy because he's I was he's, he's all up in the he's, yeah he's oh man he wears cows for sleeves yeah pretty much and it, it doesn't yeah. phase the guy it doesn't phase him at all like he sticks no. his arm up he, no no you know he's just he does it that's his job so yeah. That, I was Dr. Pohl all day today. Uh, it was another marathon. I couldn't walk away. I couldn't stop. I wanted to stop several times. I'm, like, I'm turning this off, and I couldn't. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The one episode that I remember was um, there was this, uh, there was a horse, and the horse was having some just digestive problems or whatever, and um, he figured out that the horse's stomach was twisted internally mm. and it was causing it was causing the horse a lot of pain so he um he basically laid the horse down like i don't i he just kind of put him put him to sleep not put him to sleep but he just used something to allow him to lay down on his side and he just starts massaging him and he un he somehow untwisted this horse's stomach i guess it's very loose inside these horses their stomachs mm. or whatever, and they, yep. as they as they jump around, they can get tangled. I guess internally. That happens with cows a lot, from what I okay. saw, for sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, he fixed he fixed the horse. So I've yeah. I've watched so much. I I'm diagnosing uh, things before the doctor can. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the cow won't get up after just recently giving uh, birth. That's milk fever. You're going to have to give that cow a bottle of calcium. It'll jump right up. Uh, sure enough, that's what happens. Uh, Dr. Paul, 77 years old, and yeah. he's doing all that, yeah. running around. But he's got his son working with him now, too, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Have yeah, ice? the son just kind of stands around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Holds the reins kind of thing. <laughs> but I, I accidentally looked him up a little bit. I was, I don't know what I put his name in Google for. And of course, all this stuff comes up. And he actually got into trouble as as everyone famous will do um and i've seen him do this he he at one time had to uh suture up a horse at his leg got cut oh. from a fence or something like right, that right? right he and he, he goes out to the farm right this is not the horse coming to the clinic right, he's exactly. out in yep. the barn yep. in his in his big old boots. rubber boots yep. and his overalls and so he just Goes to his Jeep, he gets his tools, sutures up this horse, good as new antibiotics, you know, boom, this one, good to go, we'll check you in a week kind of thing. He ended up getting in trouble for this sort of thing. A viewer complained to the uh, vet council board of whatever, you know, the, right, the right. overseeing branch. And he got in trouble because he didn't wear a cap, he didn't wear a gown, he didn't use... Uh, Maybe he used gloves. I'm not sure. But all this ridiculousness that right. he's a rural uh, vet, right? you know, yeah. out in the pasture. 
and yet he got his wrist slapped for not being a cap and gowned for that operation. Yeah, that's just uh, that's just people being people. You know, that's 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 just as bad as a you know a keyboard warrior. You know, I mean, it's, that, it's, that's it's really, really a shame. It's really it was a, a viewer that complained about yeah. how he did it. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? And he's been doing it for you know forty years, and a viewer is complaining how he did it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was me all day today, Doctor Polk. So, um, talk about animals. Did you did you finish Tiger King? Because uh, I gotta say, it's 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 a wacky story. I'm hoping yeah. you're gonna say you finished it. Oh yeah, for sure. What a crazy story! I mean, <laughs> in and out. I mean, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but in and out of these these lives of these people and all of this stuff, crazy. It, um, I forget who the people are on YouTube. Is it Screen Rant or someone like that? They do these pitch meetings where uh, this one guy, he plays both sides of the conversation. Like he plays the Netflix executive and he plays the guy pitching the show. Okay. And he's done hundreds of these. Okay. And it's very funny. And it, so he, he did a Tiger King pitch meeting where he's pitching this idea of Tiger King. It's only like four or five minutes, but it is, it is so funny because he picks on every, every point, how like, you know, all these wild, insane things happen within one episode and the, and the executive's like, Oh, so that's it. Just one hour. Right. And it's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> it gets crazier. Every episode, this happens. Right, and, right. and yeah, that's the thing about that, that series, the, the personalities get stranger and things go wildly out of hand and yeah. Cat yeah. people, man, the yeah. characters that show up like the, you're four episodes in and a new character shows up and that new character is just as exactly. bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean the, the guy, um, I don't remember. He, he called, I think he was a doctor they referred to him as a doctor. It was the other guy who owned a, uh, safari or, uh, you know, some sort of a, a tourist, you know, mm-hmm. he said he was trying to save. He was the one with the multiple wives. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that guy was super eccentric. I mean, that, this guy he was making he was making the the women uh, change their names, um, and uh, mm-hmm. what a crazy you know. And and he 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 felt that he wasn't even crazy in all this. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, he was full on cult leader, right? You know. He even said on camera, he's like, listen, he's like, you're, you're dragging me down this line of questioning. I'm not a cult, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's when, when that show first started showing up on social media, you know, the thumbnail would show up and everything. I thought it was, I thought it was a spoof. I thought it was just some kind of mockumentary starring, uh, I think his name is Thomas Lennon. You know, I'm talking about the guy from Reno 911. Oh, Reno 91. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I could have swore that was just him in a wig, right? Right, right. And turns out it's a real show. and But it all comes back into all is circular because um, Colbert has done interviews in quotations with the Tiger King and it's Thomas Lennon playing the Tom, playing the oh, Tiger King okay. <laughs> on the late That's show. Funny. That's funny. Yeah. It's a wild one. Hmm. Yeah. There is supposed uh, to be a new episode of it coming out. Oh, really? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely making its its way its rounds. Um, there's actually uh, for the action figure world, there's actually someone making a custom GI Joe action figure with 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 Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be uh, Joe Exotic, you know, GI Joe Exotic uh with uh with Tiger as the accessory and you know his 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 gun that uh his gun he carries and yeah. Yeah, there's movie talk. It's uh I think they were I think they were saying they're possibly going to reopen reopen the case or something like that. There could be some stuff that uh people have been watching uh they watch the netflix thing and and there could be there's new clues in there for for other stuff because there's some stuff that still is unanswered you know with that whole carol lady and the husband and all that stuff so mm, who carol baskin yeah carol just baskin. ask carol baskin <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness these oh, characters yeah she says that's not how you get a tiger to eat something you you cover the person with salmon oil that's how you get a tiger to eat someone (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, yeah. okay uh, yeah so yeah sorry go ahead well i was gonna say that just talking about carol do you remember the part where uh where uh, joe hires uh someone someone that looks like carol to feed (laughs) to feed Mm. the tigers i Mm -hmm. mean that part too was just funny there is a lot to go into that show. Like I start reading after you finish the show, start looking it up online. Cause there's a lot, so many good tidbits of uh, yeah. extra material there. It's just cat people. But um, yeah, we, we are past time, but since we're talking about Netflix, I did want to mention the na- the latest show I'm watching on Netflix and I highly recommend it to everyone. Here comes your highly recommended Netflix show of the week. Are you on a? Are you on any show on Netflix right now? In the middle of any no, show? No, I'm. Uh, I just I finished Ozark um, season three, and uh, yeah, that was pretty much pretty much it. Have you seen a show called Kingdom on the main page? No, no. What is what is that about? Kingdom. It uh, the thumbnail will be like uh, uh, like in a period uh like a g- asian guy with a sword okay you know a period piece it's a south korean political period horror series <laughs> set in the 1600s it's uh it is wild it is wild it is so okay yes i'll cue that up so the 1600s uh in korea that is after uh, Japan invaded them. So there was some huge war. Um, they got Japan out of there, I guess. Uh, and it's under feudal law, you know, kings and whatever. And uh, the whole population is trying to get past this whole war thing. So they're starving. No one has, the general population doesn't have enough food. And of course, all the noble people are fine, you know. <laughs> right. And something happens, a virus is spreading across this country. But the virus is part of the story with the political scene because you have a a prince whose father is the king, but the the king also had a young wife who's pregnant who could deliver 
the next in line because the crown prince is actually a bastard. Mm -hmm. So if this queen delivers a legitimate son that could, you know, you know what I'm saying? There's whole political thing involved Mm -hmm. while this virus is going around. Now it's, it's no spoiler to say that the virus is a zombie thing. Oh, so it's triggering this zombie apocalypse in feudal Korea. And the zombies are super fast, twitchy. They mm. are horrific. It's scary. It's a, it's a thriller. Uh, when you first see the horde of them take over, it is, it is very scary. It's, so is it, they ju- don't, is it, is it just like World War? Because World War Z had really fast, twitchy zombies. Yeah. And they yeah, were, they would climb and they would learn. Yeah, it's not so much the ant hill okay, type okay, of zombies gotcha, gotcha. That, that I've seen yet. I haven't seen the whole show. I'm only like four episodes in. Okay. But they are super fast zombies and they will leap at you and stuff. They are just uh mindless, um, insane carnivores hmm. that they don't they don't bother with each other. It's this zombie thing where they don't mind each other, but they have to go after human meat. And they don't care about animals either. It's just human meat. Oh. And they, uh, but the hook is, maybe I shouldn't share that. That might be a spoiler. Yeah, I'm just going to leave well, it I'm gonna, as. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a, I'm give it a shot. So As the virus being a zombie thing. And okay. it is very, very scary zombies. And the gestation period is almost instantaneous. Oh, wow. So that's what makes zombie stuff even scarier, right? It's like a virus that leaps immediately to the next person. So it's like a wave coming at you. If one person gets inside your wall, it's unstoppable at that point. So all set in this backdrop of a Korean uh, uh, 1600s political Hmm. thing. And the costuming is all very good. The uh, the sets are well done. It's how, uh, how old is the uh, how old is the series? Is this uh, <coughs> what year did it come out in? It's new. Is it newer? I, okay, cool. I think they might be in their second season now. Oh wow! Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. But uh, I give it I give it some good thumbs up. It's very exciting. Okay, cool. Looks good. The acting's good. It's in. You can get the English dub. I don't watch the English dub. I watch the, you know, subtitles. So mm-hmm. I listen to the original Korean. And uh, Netflix does a thing where the subtitles is, um, it, it's subtitles, right? It's not transcribed scripts. So you get right. everything, you know, which I don't like. Like you get the horse nays, you right, know. Right, right, I get sound effects written out. I don't need that stuff. I wish they would just have like scripted subtitles, not not all the sound effects stuff. But so, do you uh, do you do the subtitles because you want to be more engaged, or like what is that just always your preference because you want to hear the native language, or uh, I just I'm not I don't ever hear a good um, English performance, you know, right, in the yeah. dubbing. So yeah, it, so it does take me out of it. I mean, if someone comes along and does a really great English dub, maybe I'd listen to it. But it seems whenever I try, it's just not good. Yeah. Yeah, just chalk it up to an old uh, kung fu movie, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, some of the translations, right? Right, Like they're on their horses and they're going, Hiyah! Hiyah! You know, that's obviously Hiyah, but in the translation, it's giddy up, giddy up. <laughs> really? Right, right. So, oh well. Take what you can get. Still good. Check that out. Kingdom on Netflix. Cool. Other than that, I'd say we've done a we've done a good job here tonight. What do you think? All right. Yeah. yeah I think we've good. said it all. What else yeah. can uh, people learn from what we've said? Yeah. I think In you. summary, Lotus has a YouTube channel you should check out called Lotus Stark. He's doing some amazing things with some robots, which he may or may not program to hunt and kill his neighbors with. Don't know. Check that out. It's very, very popular. Um, for my part, you can check out this YouTube channel. It's got stuff going on. Definitely hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. I'm telling you, hit the subscribe button. Let's get that subscription up. We have uh, interesting stuff going on. I just did a live stream last week where I went through some of the record collection and maybe you'll think that's boring or whatever, but I thought it was kind of fun. And I kind of, to be honest with you, forgot how peaceful it is and how fun it is just to sit on the floor and flip through some records. So that was fun. We went from Z to S and later this week we'll go from S to, I don't know what. And uh, there may even be some special guests on that one. So look for that on this channel. Uh, other than that, you can follow me on Twitter at STC pod. And uh, I even did an Instagram post the other day. So yeah, maybe I'll get that going again. Lotus, where can uh, people find you nowadays? I am just on, uh, I'm just on YouTube. That's it. Lotus Stark at YouTube. Oh, okay. No Instagram anymore either. No, no, I don't have Instagram, no Twitter. I shut all that stuff off a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. It's hard keeping up with all that crap. Now it's people want to so do much. Discord. It, yeah, that, exactly. Discord. Everyone's <laughs> doing Discord. And it's just like, you know, there's just all this stuff. And it's just one thing after another. And uh, TikTok and uh, Discord. I mean, TikTok is, you know, younger thing. But I see there's adults that are doing TikTok, TikTok stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's too much. It You're doing too much. So, Lotus, again, thank you for bailing me out oh, on this thanks. show and helping thanks me Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Appreciate, yeah, it was good times. Good chat. So cool. that's it. That's episode 276. And uh, we'll hopefully see you next week. Who knows what Joe's going to say after he bailed on this one. Maybe it'll be solo time again. I don't know. Look for us here live on this YouTube channel and uh, subscribe to the podcast over on your iTunes or your Google Play Store, whatever you want. We're there. And it'll be there. It's been happening Mondays. You'll see it populate on Mondays, this show. But just keep an eye on things. Subscribe to the channel and hit the notification button. Then you'll be aware when these things happen. Sound good? All right, Lotus. Thanks. All right. You want to you wanna kill it for us? Say the words? Posted and hosted. <laughs>